Hey y'all, welcome back to Story Wyoming, day 23, bar is closed. Well, I've taken Edgy a little bit further. I mean, I'm generally more patient now. They say it takes like 21 days. I think those dates or those, those timelines have changed for people over time, but originally I remember hearing it takes like 21 days to change your habits, right? And if you can get to the 21st day, then you're kind of over the hump. I don't know if that's still the case or not, but I've heard it before. And I will say, it does feel something like that clicked in for me around 21, right? Where I kind of like, all right, this is it. I'm taking healthy shits more frequently. I'm, my toenails are healing on their own. My, I'm eating apples and I'm exercising and I'm doing the crafts that I want to do or learning new skills and I'm staying up late at night but I'm completely sober therefore I'm filling that time with all kinds of productivity or actually just chilling out and watching some movies and reading or listening to an audiobook it's happening everything that I started to say when we first signed up for this is now a thing it's a thing but to kind of elaborate a little bit on the last comments as they relate to you know, kind of, okay, the honeymoon period is a little bit over. It's, you know, I don't need to feel exaggerated by the sobriety itself or that there's some kind of alcohol dependency that is going to bring me down and all this. But then again, like, so then I started to like, as I've been thinking about what's edgy or what I'm less or more patient about and watching that behavior a little bit more closely as this new non, you know, no booze version of me. It's not common 21 days, right? I did the 60 days earlier, but I've never really done 21 days before or the, before I did the 60, you know, three days, right? Three days without drinking, maybe, you know, maybe in the old days when I was younger and was parenting more and working more, maybe I'd go a week, maybe 10 days, but that's been a long time ago. So 21 days, you know, now we're at 23, you know, kind of in the new person, living out the new person's reality, liking it. Like definitely saying, hey, I'm, I'm worth more sober right now. This is, and the risk of drinking for any reason to knock me off of this stride is not worth it. So I got that. And I want to go into this in some further episodes in a little bit more detail. But, you know, for night it had me really kind of revisiting where I find most of my suffering. Where is that dull, unhappiness, suffering, incomplete Heath Burr who continually has wanted to lubricate and ease that up so that it's life is more bearable. So life is more bearable and it's more manageable. It brings me into a whole bunch of stuff I've been wanting to actually start to dig into and talk about more. The moment I feel like I have nothing else to say, I feel like I have a whole new whirlwind. But number one for me, what I had to really come real with is, is that much of my life and, and over the last year, a couple of years, maybe even more so in my face than ever before, but it has been, I've caused my own suffering through the expectations that I've had on other people. And again, I know all this can come across as so 101. I haven't heard it elsewhere, although I've heard pieces of it or what have you, but this is really straight from the heart, I promise. And, and in that, I'm realizing as I'm looking back, and, and as I see it in my patient windows where I'm being patient with people during the day that I wouldn't maybe normally be patient or patient with tasks that are being thrown at me that I wouldn't normally be, and I'm enjoying that kind of person it gives me these little windows in on myself on where I wouldn't have been that before and how it related to either the kind of hangoverness or the booziness or again, the underlying thing that has nothing to do with the excess relationship. It is literally that life sober in some ways is unmanageable. It's not worth it. It's hard work. It's hard. 
And so we lubricate, I lubricate, because it's hard and it's never going to stop being hard. And so might as well ease it up, make it lighter, make it funner, make it more easy to get through. And so with that, you know, assuming that that's really what I'm doing with the booze, but now getting to the underlying, these unmet expectations, my own expectations on other people, and it makes me sound like a terrible asshole, but, you know, has largely gone unmet. You know, I went through periods, and I, I work hard to not feel this way anymore, and I really don't want to feel this way moving forward in my life, but, you know, I would get resentful when my kids wouldn't be as helpful as I thought they could be. You know, and I have my all-Americana daydream where, you know, my kid jumps in his truck and runs right over because he knows I need help moving some shit, right? You know, or... <laughs> And again, we're all very helpful. I'm not negating anyone, but that's, you know, I'm just using an example of, okay, as a father, I'm not getting what I need from my children. As a boyfriend, I'm not getting what I need. You know, I'm not getting the love that I'm, I'm wanting or they're not showing up in a way that makes me feel the love or makes me feel the commitment or whatever. And so um, expectations are not being met there or with the, you know, partners in business, they're not meeting their half of the equation and therefore they're not living up to it. And and so all this becomes, quite frankly, a personal assault on oneself where you kind of feel like, you know, not only maybe these people just don't care enough, and then you start to wonder, are people competent enough? Are they, do they have the emotional capacity? Do they have the EQ? Do they have the IQ? Are they actually just doing, showing up short because they can, because they respect you less, because they respect themselves less? It's so fucking complicated. So then I go down my little pity woes me of, who I'm surrounding myself with isn't fulfilling my needs. So therefore, life is a greater struggle. Life is harder. But I have come to just take all that out of it as I've been you know, moving into my new office and doing different things and I haven't had to ask for much help, right? I've been able to hire a few people to come in and really you know, help me facilitate things I couldn't do on my own. I didn't feel that loneliness this go around of who's not showing up for me and why and why am I not enough and why, why don't they love me enough or why aren't they good enough to do so. And so I think that's one of the nagging aspects in my life that I have held on to for far too long. I'm sure I heard it a million times in some passing of expect less or nothing and everything will be happier. And that just, again, it didn't land. It just didn't land. How, do, how can you expect less from your lover? How can you expect less from your children? How can you expect less from your community, your business partners, your society, your neighbors? But, you know, that just creates our misery. It creates our suffering. And I think there's, that's the one thing that's really kind of sitting with me now is if I'm going to continue in whatever waves and whatever commitments of sobriety that I'm going to go through in my life, I obviously want to be happy and joyous while sober. I want to make love sober, happy. You know, I want to go to music festivals and not need the beverage. I want to enjoy the hell out of life sober. I want to see what that feels like. And the only way to do it, it feels like, is to remove the negative things, negative belief systems, rigid belief systems, antiquated belief systems, self-doubt. And that was another thing I brought up before about, you know, other people doubting you. And that's something I want to really go into in the next episode is, how we can kind of fake it that our drinking isn't a problem and how many of us do for many years because we have highly competent jobs and we have nice cars and we have nice homes and we have toys and we have you know, be boats and trailers and things that we make a living and we 
take good Christmas pictures, right? I think, you know, I'll address that a little bit more on, on the next episode of just how we can say, how dare you tell me I have a drinking problem. My life is, looks so well and so put together, and in many cases is. And so, yes, we can abuse alcohol in our life or have it become more poison than potion in cases of our life and really, quite frankly, make an ass of ourselves in many cases of our life while it all looks put together, right? So kind of going off on what I want to go into on the next show, but, you know, to leave it with this one is, in my sobriety, the more I can depend on myself, the less expectations I have of others, the more I appreciate whatever anyone has to offer and still hold my own company at the highest value and whoever comes into that space hold that at a high value or, you know, minimize it, but don't expect more than what the others are going to give. And I might start to really become much more at ease in my life and enjoy my sobriety. Yeah, that's it for now. Bye.